Andy Gill. It's going to be graphic now, but five minutes before you go on stage, it's like, I, I don't know what end it's going to come out of, but at some point my body is going to release. <laughs> yeah. And I'm Jade Halliwell. I was going to projectile vomit on the audience the minute I tried to sing. <laughs> and you're listening to Do You Know Any Oasis? A podcast about two women trying to make an independent career in the music industry. Uh, I know you write your own songs and everything, love, and, and they're good and everything, but uh, do you know any Oasis? <laughs> <laughs> Episode four. Yeah, baby. We're back. We're back in and action. Thank you for coming back. If you did come back. <laughs> it could just be us. Just us. <laughs> Anybody out there? Just talking drivel. Again. But kind of useful drivel. Yeah, a bit of an insight, I think. Bit yeah, of we've had some lovely comments, yeah. haven't we? We've had some really nice feedback. And I just think, yeah, we're kind of like just dishing the tea and spilling some of the nitty gritty behind the scenes stuff. And no mm-hmm. no more than today, we've got a real mm. juicy little subject today, haven't we? We have. Bit of, bit of mental health and music. Bit of chat about... You know the the toll it takes on you, the the darker side. Yeah, and it's, I think it's important to talk about this side as well because we publicly show a very glossy veneer 100%. of what goes on. Um, they call it the smoke and mirrors, don't yeah, they? Yeah, like the highlights reel type and, thing. Yeah, and of course you want everyone to see you at your best yep. and you know living my best life and all this kind of thing. And for for the main part, we are like we're doing what mm-hmm. we love is a living. But I think what it's important to remember and certainly like acknowledge is that it's not all peaches and cream absolutely it can get pretty grueling (laughs) definitely i think like you said behind the scenes there's a lot of rejection uh pressure um feeling like you've been done out of something you worked hard for and things like that but and things that are emotions in all careers you know um but like you say we just we don't share those parts because you're not going to put up a artwork of a lineup for a festival and put Really excited, guys, to announce that I didn't get on this year. <laughs> but it's a great festival for you get to. Oh, you know, I'm really excited to announce that I'm playing so-and-so this year. And from now until then, I'm not going to sleep and have anxiety attacks about whether I'll be good enough, yeah. whether I'll fulfil my yeah. full potential, or whether I'll just flop and die and I'll never, never create yeah. music again. I mean, C to C week, won't we both dreaming. I sent you a voice note, I sent Kez a voice note saying... Oh God, I had a horrible dream last night. I just couldn't get to stage. It was like you, Demi and Kez, you were all, uh, and Jess, I said, you were all on stage and I was saying, I'm supposed to be in that show, I'm supposed to be in that show and I was trying to climb over people and I just could never get to the stage and you voiced up and you're like, so weird I had the same it's the, we call it the anxiety dream yeah and it's something something stopping you getting to the stage so yeah. for me um <laughs> I couldn't find my guitar anywhere and I'm backstage and it's really busy there's loads of people and I was like Lloyd Lloyd where's my guitar like I'm due one in five minutes like where's my guitar and he's like oh I've sent it to Liechtenstein <laughs> to be set up <laughs> and it was just the anxiety of like I am not gonna have my guitar for this massive moment and I had a couple like that, but then obviously my anxiety was was contagious because then my auntie who was coming to the show with me said, I also had a dream that you lost your voice <laughs> and you were trying to talk to me and you, you had no voice. And I was like, the oh, anxiety is spreading. <laughs> yeah, the dreams were like you're on stage and you look down and you forgot to put your clothes on. <laughs> 
awful. <laughs> or you go to Sydney, but you just you can never be in time with the band. And you're like, no, just let me start again, just let me start again. No, <sighs> you had your chance, lady. I'm like, no. It's just, I mean, the, the worry and the anxiety is just at next level. But you know, you know, for me, something I struggle with, it's the concept of, how can I put this, like being on. Yeah. Like being, and I think it's a really common misconception that performers like us are super confident people. Mm-hmm. I'm actually quite shy. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I'm not shy so much. <laughs> I reckon what I would say is I'm quite, I think I come across as quite like boisterous and like, hey, confident, like you say, but I'm actually a little bit timid, like I don't like confrontation. Uh, yeah, I would say, if, if I may, that you're, you're quite a sensitive soul. Yeah. And I think the, the, the same way you pour your all into like your music and everything, you are quite easily offended. Yeah. And if you were to, which we've all done, like read something negative about yourself on social media, yeah. you don't just look at it and go oh whatever yeah like we, we go and cry in the back well, someone just told me i should go to gym <laughs> oh please please share we're literally <laughs> setting up for the podcast we've had a moment haven't we <laughs> jade shared i a- don't know whether it's just been worded wrong or what someone just caught it on one of my photos saying nice to see you've been to gym <laughs> <laughs> the thing is i am it's just an, an old, old photo <laughs> <laughs> so now i know you think i'm fat but you know what this it's it's i suppose in a a way important that we've picked up on it because people just comment yeah and they don't think that's it you know things like that kind of about like think i can laugh at stuff like like that's funny because it's like the goal like that is funny but it's things like say like oh i would see her she's shy it sounds like a girl i'll be like (laughs) 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 why there's a a lot of tears in there and it's really hard and also like you'll be told maybe potential opportunities are happening and then they don't oh yeah or someone's going to come and see your show and then they don't yeah or oh we're going to pitch you for playlisting you've not been chosen yeah and it's just constantly having to readjust and reset and be deal with am i good enough and the roller coaster of Hype, like say say you're getting oh we're pitching for playlists you're hyped up yeah they love the song they love the song got your first play release day's coming you've done all your social media plug in the song's ready it's midnight it drops no playlist no playlist nothing done I mean at our level we have to deal with flops oh god yeah <laughs> flop I mean, and you know, the hardest thing, like we, we talked um, on the last podcast that we did about the, the massive amount of time that goes into producing mm-hmm. music, right from, you know, from inception, the idea of the song, yeah. the production, the, the mixing, the mastering, and then having to just, you know, sell your wares, flog your yeah. wares, basically, social media. I mean, it's like pre-save, pre-save, pre-save my single, pre-save yeah. my single. The only reason... Shut up, lass, I've pre-saved it. Sick of seeing it. desperate for that because that will then give us a chart yeah, position. Playlist and the more noise we can make then, it will go for playlisting. But the truth is, if we don't get playlisting on these massive social media platforms, um, so music platforms like Spotify and Apple, mm. Amazon and Google the song dies yeah. it goes to the song cemetery <laughs> and it's a really sad time because yeah. what's nice is we all we will always have our core fans yeah that will download our music and support it yeah but with all due respect you can't keep preaching to the converted yeah you've got to gain new fans and that's where at playlisting is Bloody brilliant TikTok oh honestly but when you don't get playlisting, it's like the ultimate it. rejection, isn't it? Oh, God, yeah. And then you start asking yourself, this is where the mental health aspect comes in because you start questioning, am I good enough? Yeah. Why should am I, I doing Should this? I be making me, what am I doing? And we've had many, of, we've had many a WhatsApp call. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm done. 
done yeah. not doing it anymore and you just but you yes, have to go <laughs> never give up well look, we won't long because i was like i'm just a feel i feel like i'm hitting a wall i'm just gonna give up she sent me a really nice lovely emotional <laughs> message but what what i'm leaving out so is i was drunk so next day i was like hi uh sober now never giving up <laughs> <laughs> never giving up just having a little cry <laughs> it's so hard and like i said with feeling like you need to be on you, I feel like you can't tell people that you've been struggling. You mm. can't let that come across. You have to be happy and smiley. And when people come to see you at gigs, you know, even just like trying to remember people's names mm. on top of everything else. And I had a situation recently at a show where I was, I was really nervous about it, you know, a big moment for me. Mm. And I knew that people had come a long way to see me and I could see them standing at the front of the stage and like on the barriers. Yeah. But I could I couldn't like connect with them at all yeah, i had my um in-ear monitors which are like headphones but they go right into ears so i had a lovely like mute sensation um and i, I could i didn't want to hear anything i didn't want to look at anyone i didn't want to talk to anyone because i was just thinking about the next 10 minutes yeah am i going to get these songs right am i going to deliver am i going to trip going up the steps yeah. i just wanted to be in my own world yeah and because there was no backstage area i knew those people were there and waiting for me to be the chatty kezia oh yeah. good luck with your set darling yeah. and, and i knew they were there for me but i couldn't bring yourself I couldn't let to them like, in. Yeah. i couldn't be on i was like i have got to just zone in and yeah. i think there's a lot of artists that they have like um what would you call it like a, a, a mantra or a, a ritual that they do before they go on yeah. stage and it's quite a private thing you can't let the world in and yeah. it's hard at a festival for example yeah but there's a bunch of other artists backstage you're trying to get ready for a show you're having a catch they've just come off stage and they're having a beer yeah. and it's like it's hard isn't it yeah. to be on and i find that affects me sometimes i like to be quiet and it can get a bit much a bit overwhelming yeah. i think is the word yeah well like it's funny like you're saying like your mantra and, and getting in your head the first time we kind of met i guess was buckle and yeah. boots and uh, like you say kezia's memory of me at buckle and boots in 2018 is the show my memory of buckle and boots 2018 <laughs> Is shaking like a shitting dog while someone but followed me around. This is this is a classic <laughs> example. What's it called? Ricky, Ricky. Well, let's tell them. So, my perception of that moment as the audience member, Jade and I weren't friends, um, but I knew of her, and she walked on stage in these incredible red flared trousers. Her hair was long, and she came on with so much confidence, and I was in awe. I was in absolute huh? awe of it. I was like. That is, I want to be that woman. I want to be friends with her. I, I want to write music with her. I want to be her. And I had such like stars in my eyes. And you walked on, you smashed that set. Well, thanks. But let's now take <laughs> your <laughs> version of events. So I was a tad hungover that day. Love <laughs> <laughs> it hungover. I don't know about you again with the mental health thing. I get anxiety. Like, I'll it's sit like, what did I do? What did I say? Is anyone offended? Did I embarrass did myself? I make fool of myself? Yeah. Did anyone get a photo of me? And like, normally the answer is yes, yes, you <laughs> did. Uh, and we've all got the evidence. But it's because I was like, I don't deserve this. I had like three pints. That's all I'd have. So I'd be like, no, you're working tomorrow. Don't drink tomorrow. I just can't drink. It's just a lightweight. So <laughs> I woke up. That's it. I felt hungover, but then I brought it round, had some lemonade and stuff, mingled watching everybody. I was on later on, my family were coming to watch. Had a beer, like, yep, yeah, feeling fine. Went to set the tent up for my family. And then I was like, right, I best get up and get ready. So my friend would do my makeup for me. And as she was doing makeup, I was like, oh, I don't, um, I don't feel very well. She was like, what was I feel a bit sick? And she was like, are you all right? I was like, oh, God, no, I think I'm going to be sick. This is evening time, so the hangover had been and gone. I'd not even been sick with the hangover. Like, and if no. I'm sick with hangover, it's in the morning. 
Um, enjoy that vomit chat. Um, <laughs> so I ran to talk. Oh, sick. That was it. It triggered somewhere. And in my head, I was going to projectile vomit on the audience <laughs> the minute I tried to sing. I was going to be like, <laughs> on everybody and spray them all in vomit. But this goes to show that it wasn't it wasn't a hangover. Yeah. This was, this was oh, show this anxiety. Was like, yeah, anxiety. And I could not get out of my head about something. Friends trying to do my makeup. Then I go be sick again. Then I was shaking and I, I was better in a ball. Then I was better stood up. Then I was better in a ball. And she was like, I'm trying to do your eyeliner, babe. Sit down. So Luke <laughs> comes up and he's like, you know, Carl, they've said they can try and move you back a little bit if you want. I was like, no. I need to go on now. I can't take another hour of this. I need to stick to the time. And they were like, are you going to be okay? I was like, I know I look an absolute mess, but I just, I know when I'm on the stage, I will be fine. But just this little lead up here, for some reason, I'm having a really bad turn right now. Yeah. And I've never suffered like that before, ever. Was it someone doing Reiki on you? Yeah. So, um, Jules from Abbott Road, she comes over, she's like, I'll do Reiki. So she's following me now. (laughs) Around me. You feel the energy. I was like, <laughs> so I got myself ready. I walked all the way down, like from the house down to the stage. She's raking around me. I'm like, like I say, forward, don't make eye contact with anybody. I bet the thought, Rude. who does she yeah. think she is avoiding eye contact with her own personal Ricky master? <laughs> <laughs> Made me way backstage. People talking. I was just like, oh God, oh God. My legs are like shaking. Luke, like, are you okay? I was like, just play the music. Just start the tracks. <laughs> Get on the drums. So I'm like, side stage, wobbling. Literally, it's like something come over. On your cane. Just fine then. Ball and it energy. stopped, gone, had a great night. And this is the crazy thing. That's where the the audience in your situation is very different. Yeah. You'd had all that drama. Oh, I saw none of that. I just saw you rock onto stage. And that, that's what I saw. And it's and I think it's a it's a good story that indicates just how much we physically go through yeah. to do what we and do. Not long after we went to Australia with obviously the Buckland Boots guys and Jan being like, you okay today? I was like, Jan, it was a wood off. I swear I'm good. It was a blip. And she was like, I've got some calms just in case. She was feeding me up fennel seeds, yeah. peppermint teas. She was like, are you okay? I was like, I just need to get on and then I'll be fine. Do you, do you get nervous still? Not really. I do if it's like... So, example, C to C, I've been going there for years and always wanted to play the Town Square stage. And it moved this year to the Barrel House, which was even Great bigger capacity. Venue. Amazing. Yeah. I felt nervous before that. Um, and I feel like I enjoyed my set and I feel like, you know, the band, they're always great. They smashed it. I really enjoyed my set, but I could I could sense that I was a little bit nervous during that set. Yeah. Um, and I think it was just like you say, I'd put a lot on it. There were various other stuff in my head with that gig and I'd put a lot of pressure on myself. It's the pressure, I think, Yeah, and like, I remember, us. and obviously Luke always plays with me and it's good to have him with me before a gig so you can kind of chill. And I was like, just chill. He was in Turkey, so yeah. I didn't have that. Um, and he was flying home and I'm always anxious when he's flying anyway. Like, you know, when someone loves travelling. Like, so I was, I was nervous before that set. But then the Sunday, I enjoyed every single minute of it and I didn't feel nervous at all. Yeah. Um... I don't really get, like you say, nerves before show. I get the excitement, but the excitement can be like that effect as well. Yeah. The pure excitement of just watching your clock thinking, I want to get on, I want to get on. And like, I don't, if, I don't know if you remember at the girls' night in show in Glasgow, I was like, there's something wrong. I'm really anxious and I don't know why. Yeah. And I was backstage like really wringing my hands like out. Fidgety, like, you can't fidgety, sit still, yeah, you can't like, get I'm up, a minute. I'm down, like, I just need to get started and I'll be fine. For some reason, for whatever reason, that one day I felt affected by it. Um, and like I say, like mine always goes away the minute I get on stage. But I do every now and then just suffer with pangs of yeah 
anxiety slash excitement. I don't know. It's like the two kind yeah. of muddled together. Do I you mean, feel like you suffer I, with yeah, it? Yeah, I do. Not not nerves as in like, oh God, can I do this? And I'm shaking, yeah, I'm sweating. Not it's not that. Yeah. It's, 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 you're right. It's almost like an excitement. It's a yeah. feeling in your tummy. And, you know, you literally, I'm going to be graphic now, but five minutes before you go on stage, it's like, I don't know what end it's going to come out of, but at some point my body <laughs> yes. is going to release yeah. all this right. energy. I'm either going to throw up or make a hell yeah. of a mess in there. <laughs> and it's, it's just, your body is literally yeah. the And like dithery and shaky and then... And it's not, it's not that I have any um, doubt in my ability because I know yeah. once I'm on stage, I know I'll be fine. Yeah. And I know that even if I forget the words, forget the chords, yeah. I'll roll You'll with it. I've been fine, doing it yeah. long enough that I can just pick up. We all make mistakes. Yeah. I'll laugh. We'll move on. Yeah. So it's not like, am I going to get this right? Yeah. But I will say something that has always been an issue with my mental health is I, I'm a people pleaser. So I always worry, will people like me? Yeah. Will people want to come and see me again? Yeah. Will they think I'm arrogant? like for, for ages i was i'd watch someone like freddie mercury i'm like that's a showman that's yeah. how you do it and he'd walk out onto a stage and he'd just put his hands in the air and he'd go i am here yeah let me entertain you you yeah. know and you'd watch again like someone like classic example robbie williams yeah so sure of himself yeah never once have i watched him and thought you big-headed bugger you know no, you think what a show what a showman but with myself i would think if i show any kind of confidence people won't like me you have, yeah, you know, it's weird, and, it? but you want to put on the show. I want yeah. to walk out and put my hands in the air and say, yeah. "Let me sing for you. Let, let's yeah. raise the roof. Let's set this show on fire." I want yeah. to do all that, but then I'm second guessing myself all the time. And then, a classic example: I did a festival a few years ago, and it was it was a headline slot, really big opportunity, and I. I'd ran over time slightly because I do love a chat and our last song got cut. So I didn't get the big crescendo finish yeah. that we'd wanted. It was just like, you've got to cut this now. Yeah. Cut, cut, cut. And I walked off stage and burst into tears. Oh. I'd done just done just over an hour and 10 minutes on yeah. stage. And all I could think about was the fact I didn't get my big last note. Yeah. And my husband and my manager were like, you nailed it. Look yeah. at the screaming your name out there. They were yeah. literally chanting my name. Yeah. It was and like, there's a queue out the door was... for your meet and greet. What, dry your eyes, appreciate what you've yeah. just done. And all I could, I, I was in bits. Yeah. Got back to, because it was a festival we were camping, got back to the tent. I couldn't stop crying. Yeah. And Lloyd was like, why is this hurting you so much? I was like, because it didn't go how I wanted it to go. Yeah. I didn't do what I needed it to do. Um, and he actually said to me, "When if this is how music is going to affect you, I can't watch you go through this. Yeah. So I can't watch you tear yourself yeah. to pieces. He went, they loved you out there. You smashed it. You were fantastic. So you ran over. They had to cut your last song. Yeah. And I kind of got a bit of a wake up call with that. I was like, if I keep doing this to myself, yeah. I'm not. I'm going to stop enjoying it. I'm going to ruin yourself. it. Yeah. So now I do like to be a little bit more like what will be will be, and I yeah. feel like again it's part of being an like an older artist. I've been doing yeah. it for longer. You learn. Um, but I was in a I was in a horrible state at the end of that show. Yeah, and it went really well. Yeah, <laughs> well I was there. And it was exceptionally well. It was <laughs> a great not. show. But you come off, and it, again it's just it's another you just focus on the the thing that went wrong. It's another thing, thing it's that plan. makes it a pretty grueling gig. Definitely. Hi, I'm Kezia Gill. And I'm Jade Halliwell. And don't forget, we are both independent artists, so you can find all of our music on all major platforms. We're everywhere. <laughs> Let's talk rejection. 
got a lot of that. <laughs> got a whole lot of that. We're talking about boyfriend. Uh, uh, music? What? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's when I get like a lot of younger artists, it, it's nice to kind of look up to me, someone yeah. that's perhaps been through the ranks a little bit and worked the way up. And the piece of advice I, I always get is, you know, what, you know what, can, what can you give us advice wise? And I'll always say, keep going. Mm. don't don't let the nose get in your way because yeah. i'm telling you now i don't care how good you are you will get them oh god yeah. you will face rejection on a regular basis doing this for a job yeah and you have to keep going that's my biggest piece yeah. of advice and i love watching um like do you do you watch the like inspirational reels on tiktok always and um <laughs> Instagram and it's like you know Oprah was fired from her job trying to go and all this stuff like Leona Lewis was turned away three times from X Factor or whatever yep. factual number that is don't count for it um <laughs> like all that stuff I'm like yeah and look yeah. where they are now so I think things like that you have to remind yourself like everybody gets rejection you have to fight through rejection like you say allow yourself that day to really feel sorry feel for yourself it, yeah, to be cry like, oh, and be sad I really about it that. and then get back on the os and get on with it you know I think what makes it personal with us with rejection it's like if we were say marketing directors and we're selling a mm -hmm. product and somebody doesn't like our product mm. then we think how we rebrand and yeah. okay maybe we need to change the advertising campaign yeah. but we are the product yeah so if somebody I change my voice <laughs> exactly yeah. and you take it personally so if someone suddenly says um oh yeah we're not going to book you on this time or thanks for coming we're not going to go with someone else on this occasion or we're, yeah. we're not going to playlist this song on this occasion that shit's personal yeah and you're yeah, immediately like, well, what, why? What, what have yeah. I done? What do I need to do now? How do I improve? It's funny, I watched um, Taylor Swift's Miss Americana documentary. Yes. And have you seen where they do the Grammy um, nominations? Yeah. And she didn't get nominated and she instantly goes, was fine, I'll just make a better album. My like, reputation was an <laughs> incredible album. But her immediate response was like, I just need to make a better album. Well, I'm going to draw attention to you, young lady. Me? A conversation we had very recently where something didn't go to plan and you said, I just need to be a better artist. And I went, stop. <laughs> Don't worry, Finger in face. In it. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> you are you are one of the most talented people I know. And this is what yeah, happens. The, op the opportunity wasn't right at that time. Yeah. Something else will come along. This is the nature of this business that yeah. we're in. But you immediately question yourself. Yeah. And I'm like... No woman is the most amazing ep <laughs> like it can't be any better you know what i mean like mm. it, it is you right now it's not you 10 years ago it's not you in 10 years time yeah. it's you right now i'm more for them I no say. but i tell you i tell you the worst culprit reality tv shows oh don't <laughs> Come on, let's have it now. Let's have some honesty. <laughs> Shall we have it? Let's honest? have some honesty. <laughs> so you had a good experience actually with reality TV last year. I did. My yeah. first. <laughs> but I've had, I've you know what's funny? So this podcast is called Do, Do You Know, know Any Oasis? <laughs> because we were discussing like all the things that you get asked like throughout the years. Um, and like you say, you put your heart and soul into your own music and people will still want you to play Wonderwall. Um <laughs> But, That's all they care um, about. The, all the, the things second, the that you get top asked question yeah. is, you ever thought about going on X Factor? Tell you what, voice like that, you thought about I've Britain's Got Talent. You. you got my vote, love. And then, you say, vote. and then you say, oh yeah, um, I, I've like, tried. Gosh, not for me. I'd say, I've tried it a few times and uh, they didn't have me on. Let me tell you where you went wrong. Listen. <laughs> what did you sing? What did you sing? In one of my cases, <laughs> which is probably right. <laughs> Breathless by the cause. Wrong song. Wrong but song. What did you wear? What did you wear? <laughs> <laughs> I 
auditioned for I've The X Factor there. 11 times. Shut up. I did. Were you going from birth? <laughs> it's been on about 16 years. That's it. Oh, yeah. To be fair. Yeah, I first auditioned for X Factor when I was 16. So, yeah. yeah. So I watched the first season and then auditioned everyone since, only up until about four or five years ago. Stop. What are some of your stories from X Factor? Come on, let's oh. have it, mate. Those well, contracts don't is... count anymore. Well, listen. <laughs> <laughs> they got nothing on me. <laughs> this is the crazy thing. So I applied to audition as just a normal member of yeah. the public but once you've done it a few times and they become aware of you you get what they call scouted yeah. which is where you're on a list of applicants they're aware of you as a singer and they invite you mm -hmm. so I auditioned both as general public where you, you queue from 6am mm -hmm. and you're lucky if you see him before 5 you pack yeah. a lunch and everything like you're in the queue got pneumonia passing, Dermot O'Leary passes you you're waving that's about, that's about all silent, you get silent we're going to get some silent, silent waving <laughs> <laughs> silent waving yeah done all that you know ant and deck running pasture silent cheering in the background done all that but i've also done the scouted where you're given um mm. a, a date and a time mm. straight into warmth straight into straight into the like yeah club room of the football ground that you're auditioning at and uh, i've gone all over birmingham manchester leeds liverpool i've done mm. them all um and I think probably the most demoralising one was one I did in London. And I'd, I'd got the train down super early from Derby to get the train into London. Got there, queued up in the street. And then you sort of get in and the, there was a panel of four people, all kids, all young people, producers. Mm. And I sang, I think I sang um, Natural Woman, Aretha Ooh. Franklin. I thought it could be a good, good choice. Big yeah. song. Um, and they just all sat, crossed hand and looked at me and went, yeah, so it is going to be a no today, but don't give up. I thought you patronising little twat. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, what right have you got to tell me to oh never give God. up? What, what media college no. have you just popped out of? And it made me so angry. And again, yeah. all the way on the train, I'm, like, I'm done. Forget it. Yeah. I'm not doing. I'm not doing it again. But you do. You suck for yeah. punishment. You go again. Yeah. And it's. The, I never ever got a yes on the X Factor. Yeah. Well, ever. I had similar. So I was 16. Just turned 16. The age used to be 18 or something. They lowered it to 16. And I thought it's my year. It's go time. <laughs> Let's go. So I applied. Got an audition at Manchester Football Stadium. Yeah. But I was sitting with GCSEs at the time. I was in school. I'm a September baby. Oh, so yeah. Turned 16 in September. May exams are up. My audition comes in. It's my music GCSE exam date. So I get in touch. I'm like, can I have a different date? I've got my music exam. They're like, oh, we found we are actually suffering this a lot this year now that we've dropped the the um, age down with a lot of uh, people in high school still clashing with the GCSEs. But all we'll say is you need to make a decision. We won't change your date. You need to make a decision, you know, on what, what the music that? means to you. How bad And I was that? like, I wanted to be a star. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I was like, oh, God, I'm going to have to figure this one out. And my mum and dad are so supportive. They always have been at work. And they're like, look, it is your shout. We would love you to go and do your exams, but you believe this is what you're going to do. We're not going to tell you no, because I know full well you'll just, you'll get do it, anyway. you'll just take off on your own. Like, So I decided to skip my GCSE exam, <laughs> which was also my last day of school, and go to Manchester to become a star. <laughs> So you skipped your music exam. Not only that, I took a friend with me. 
And it was one of them, you arrived for 8am, yeah. queuing outside, freezing cold, you didn't stadium, you called down steps, you go, go on, go on. <laughs> you threw to the next round, I had to go back next day. <gasps> you got through? This is it, I thought this is it. This is unknown territory mm. for me. <laughs> next day, I'm through to, you're just straight inside auditioning. I got through again. They're like, you need to stick around. We're going to have another audition later today. I'm like, this is it. This is Simon's around the corner. Simon's around the corner. Leona, come at me. Um, (laughs) The video of your third one sent you home and let you know by post and then the rejection hit the floor. um, On this occasion, uh, we're going to say no. Yeah. So I thought, well, I've just blown my life up. I've missed my exam. Can't retake that. So I joined sixth form, but I weren't allowed to take music as a GCSE. That's why it's an A level. That could have massively <laughs> influenced your life <laughs> because I'd missed my GCSEs. I was like, can I just retake it? And they were like, no. Oh, uh, and we know where you were. Wow. You weren't poorly. We know. I'd been pulled before. Like, there's a rumour going around that you're planning to miss your GCSE exams to audition for the. Just let it be known. I think you're a very foolish girl Silly if that's girl. what you do. I thought, they don't know me. They don't know what it is to have a dream. Oh. I don't know what it is to chase, reach for the stars, eh? I've, honestly, that's, I've reached for the stars. So I were off. Um, but then I lost interest in my A-levels because I couldn't do music. So I blame X Factor. So I dropped out and I worked for years cleaning the hospital. And then I bounced job to job until I finally found my feet now where I am. Had I have taken that GCSE, yeah. the plan would have been to do music A-level. And then I would have hopefully got in, gone to Leeds College of Music. Yeah. Which, weirdly, I would have been the same year as Laura Oaks. Would you really? Yeah. And Luke Barrett. So you could have been writing from... In it. From being young, from instead. Being young. Yeah. But that didn't stop me auditioning again the following year. <laughs> this, this is what I'm saying. It was, we're sucker for punishment. Because I, I auditioned for The Voice. And it was the first year, the first season it had ever been out. So it wasn't even a thing. But again, I was scouted for Becky it. Becky Hill season. Yes. And this was actually a much more positive experience up mm. until a point. Mm. So again, I'll try and be brief because I am bitter about it. But <laughs> I was living and working in Lanzarote at the time. And I've received an email inviting me. I flew home for the audition. Jesus. So I booked time off work. What do we do with same. Came home. Um took my mum and dad with me it was one of those like it's like a, a hotel conference room yeah did the first audition it was literally like a criminal lineup we all there's like 10 of us in a room go down the line yeah so and so number step forward so and so number step forward right you're through it was brutal they didn't even use your name and then second one was a bit more um okay right you've got a song to sing and we could use a track so i took my guitar um and then the third round was a little um interview on film so i did that I'm trying to think how old I'd have been. Not much older than 20, 21. Mm. Um, and got through all three of them, got the call, you've been successful, to come for the, um, basically the casting process of the show. So this was a week in London where we would go and we did like filming, we got to go to the studio, we did singing Ooh. stuff, we sang with the band and it was all to see if we were a fit for the show. I got through that. Now I'm on the show. I know I'm on the show. Yeah. Um, and again, they pay for you to go down to London, travel first class, you're in a nice hotel. Um, and all the time I was being told, oh, you've really got something special. You've really, and it, I was really in a positive mm. position with this. Got through to filming. I had an amazing vocal coach that worked on my song with me, worked on uh, with, with the band. Mm. I was singing You've Got the Love by Florence and the Machine, which Great I must song. add, I'd been given to sing. Yeah. There was no, what do you want to sing? Yeah. I was given that song, but I love the song, so yeah. I was happy. Um, practice with the band, and all the band were like, 
you know, if you don't get yeah. through, I'll eat my hat, all this yeah. sort of thing. Then I had a costume fitting for the show and we were asked to bring three outfits. So I brought three outfits and one of them was a little sequin sparkly dress and I put it on and you have like notes that all mm. of the people will read. So the wardrobe's looking through the notes and she went, well, looking at your notes, she went, I would save that one for the final. And I went, what? She went, listen, I can't discuss your notes. <sighs> But save that dress for the final. She went, wear the, all like, I'm in. wear the sparkly top and the leather pants. Which I did. Went on. Did the show. It was the voice. Four chairs. They're all facing the audience. Walked on. Hearts in my mouth. Chord strikes up. Sometimes I feel like... The audience are on their feet. They're mm. cheering. They're screaming. Push your buzzer. Push your buzzer. Song ends. No one's turned. Shut up. I'm just stood there. And I'm like, what now? Mm. I was, that's the right word, mortified. And this was back when they used to turn and give you some critique. Shut up. And I felt myself flushing red. I wanted the ground to swallow me up. And my family had all come up to be in the audience. And like my dad was backstage with Reggie Yates watching and, you know, and we all drove home that night in silence and yeah. it took me a long time to come back from that. Yeah. So when you talk about like mental health yeah. and music, oh, I God, actually yeah. postponed my wedding with Lloyd because oh, we were wow. engaged quite young. Yeah. So actually, no, I would have been a little older than 20. I met him at 19. I think we got engaged about 22. So yeah. recently engaged. Um, we were due to get married that year and I was, I was a mess. Yeah. And I was like, I don't... And I, because I was questioning myself and my music I questioned yeah. everything questioned yeah. my relationship questioned whether yeah. I wanted to be in Spain or not I want and I wanted I just thought that the answer was to just um move abroad and go on yeah. cruise ships travel the world be on my own yeah. shut everyone out and Lloyd took the brunt of that mm. and he, he even says now he says like that destroyed you that yeah. show absolutely it's destroyed mad you. the effect it can have on you I think and like I had a very similar well, literally very similar thing. I feel like I've got two stories. I'm going to tell them whether we keep them in this podcast or not, because I might go home and actually get them out. I'm, being, I'm really Therapy. revealing myself now. I also did The Voice and had yeah. the same experience. So, um, like you say, scouted, we want you to be on. You jump, you don't need to audition, you jump, yeah, you jump you're taken straight in. Um, so I just went straight. I just had to take some um, outfits and stuff. Pick a song, pick three songs, and they'd pick the top one. Okay. And rehearse it with a band down in London. Then they'd create like a minutes version out of it, send it to me. Um, I'd sent a couple songs, some country, some not, and they said, no, we really like the Carrie Underwood before he cheats. I was like, sweet, actually doing country. Yeah. Um, same thing, do all your outfits, picking your outfits up. To, how do you want your hairstyle? If there's a makeup artist there, hairstyle, it's all it's about touching thing, you up. Yeah. yeah. Um, and all the interviewers are saying to me, you know, what we love is that you're doing country music. Like, it's in the UK. We love pushing the country thing. And I'm saying, you know, how country isn't what people associate it with. It's, it's, there's all different types of country music, blah, blah, blah. Um, and feeling really positive. Luke is sceptical. He doesn't like talent shows on TV. He yeah. thinks that all designed to take the piss out of you. So he was like, they're going to take the piss out of you. It's going to turn ugly. They're going to take the piss out of you because you sing country music. I was like, nah, they're not doing that. They're encouraging they're, it. They're, I'm wearing something I want to wear, like how I dress. The band sounds great. Like they're encouraging it. They're really up for it. Um, so I had my actual audition, like, you know, on the, ter- the chair, yeah. chair turning audition. And, um, the day before I was meant to go to the audition, very suddenly my grandma passed away. So I was like, well, I'm not. Sorry, no, it was the day of. The day of oh. I was meant to get trained. 
she passed away and I was like, well, I'm not going, obviously, now. But she kept asking me about the voice, telling <sighs> me, oh, you better pick that Tom Jones. You pick Tom <laughs> Jones. Me in it back down, bloody Tom Jones. Don't be picking Tom. Oh, if Tom Jones turned, you pick Tom Jones and stuff. So I had a big decision to make. I was like, do I not go or do I put on a brave face and carry on? Because my grandma wanted, wanted me to audition. Yeah. So I rang my best friend, Emily. I was like, this is a situation. What should I have me back? She's listen. Got out of work. I'm coming with you. I'll come and stay. So she, she got trained down. Met me in town. We had some food. Went to hotel. Had my little cry. Woke up next day and she was like, "You go. I'm going to meet you there." My mum, my auntie Sharon, and my dad were coming down, but I'd said to them, "Don't no, no pressure now. Don't come. Things have changed. You don't need to come." Bless them. They all got trained. Okay. Still came. And I said to her, "I said I made a conscious I'm not telling anybody what's happened." Because reality TV loves a soft oh, story. Oh, then I lap that up. They'd have been all over it. And it, it, it was raw. Slow music. It was raw. Oh, they, I'd have been crying are, yeah. my eyes. I thought, nah. So I sat quietly on my own all day, you know, being taken in. You have a vocal coach, see you. Yeah. You have uh, hair and makeup, see you. All yep. this stuff. Doing all BTS, getting me with my family, getting me walking through, doing all that stuff, chatting about stuff. Thought here we go. It is then they're doing a little video of us all chatting together. Walking, if you can yeah. all talk about like how it, how it is, like how excited you are and stuff, <laughs> we're all dead awkward. So there were some people proper like over top of family, like, Yes, I've been a performer all my like proper on it. I were like, Stage, stage school to shit. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And like, I was sat back with me, like, it was well awkward, in it? And then they were like, and then she'd be like, Hey, look, the shooting air there. Let me get in background, like, camera. We were like, Proper take it, please, like, trying to get in. <laughs> Audition comes, me, mum, dad. Uh, auntie and Emily a side stage and had some more family come down on train to sit out in audience same thing go out immediately start audience are up screaming yeah it ends <sighs> no turn but they didn't they, this is when it changed oh. if they didn't turn you've just to go and your mic in a piss off <laughs> I don't know what's worse <laughs> I mean, I mean a stand what and I hear why they didn't I was just turn like... <laughs> <laughs> but when I got off I'm immediately grabbed. Oh, that's a shame, isn't is it? Do you think it's because you took a risk and you played country music? I thought they fucking played me. <laughs> they have played me. I went, no, I don't think it is. I said, and I'll, she was like, what were you doing? How are I? I said, I'm going to go home and I'll continue making country music because that's what I do. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, that's what I'll continue doing. So they bring me out and says, we're going to reunite you with your family now if you can just dong back. They want a video you're being reunited oh, for your rejection cuddle. God. But the thing is, like I said, we're not like that. So I walked through. <laughs> my mum went, oh, well, onwards and upwards. My mate went, giving it, uh, uh, piss off. <laughs> So obviously they couldn't air it. No one could. I'm, I'm not throwing outside cuddles on again. Anyway, if we move now, we can make it for the Swifty in train station. Let's get off. So we all went home, and then the emotion of what had kind of gone yeah. on over those two, combined with the fact that I'd Losing just lost grandma, my grandma the yeah. day before, um, sat and had a beer in pub. We went home, and I, I like I said, I would say, I was like. God, I feel really defeated, really deflated. I thought, the old, small, I've done this yeah. through locking away my grief. And again, a mental thing. I had to lock that up and yeah. not allow myself to think about what was actually happening yeah. until I could get home and it was over and done with. Um, but the, the mental toll that shit takes on you. It's, but I think <sighs> as much as that sort of stuff, I'm like, Ugh, but I, am, I think I'm quite resilient in being like, I need to give myself... A day and think you need to cry in the bath. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to a podcast, do a bit of journaling, read, Go for a walk. eat all the chalk. Yeah. 
And then next day you need to get your game face back on and think about what's next. How do you move on? But that was one of them. Like I needed a day to kind of think oh, about. God. Oh it my took god, me that would destroy me. Took me months to yeah. come back from that. Yeah, and I think it's like I say, it's soul destroying to think. Oh. oh god, I believed that you really wanted country on the show this year, yeah. but actually now I feel like you you just You've kind of played. me. Yeah. yeah, you're kind of thinking <laughs> country music. I just I just immediately just went to. I'm never going to be successful in this. Yeah, I'm never. This is totally. This is a me thing. Mm. My music's not good enough. My look's not strong enough. Yeah. And then you get to a point where you kind of hit the 30 mark and I start thinking, I'm too old, I've missed the boat. Billie Eilish mm. was coming up 18 years old. <laughs> you know, 42 million followers. Yeah. I was like, I'm struggling to get views on TikTok here. Yeah. And I thought, give it all up. Mm. Let the youngsters do it. But I will never give this up. Yeah. I'll be doing this in my I 70s. I had a, a similar thing. Kind of, not with the give it up, but the feeling um, boxed in. So obviously my... I've been doing this since I was a kid, as we know, and I I had this viral video. That video haunts me to this day of people who just want to hear me sing hallelujah. <laughs> they just want to hear hallelujah. I mean, I am one of them. <laughs> and um, I, the like the month after that, again, got scouted for X Factor. Yeah. Q jump again. They were pulling me, they like, we've got three artists who are going to have interviews with Dermot O'Leary. You're one of them. We want you out. I'm out chatting with Dermot. He's asking me about the video. Wow, so it must have been great. Um, I'm taken straight. I didn't have to audition. I just had to do one with some producers. And they're like, yeah, we love what you're doing. Straight, straight through. through. And they'd asked for five tracks. I said, you first one you're going to do, your second one potentially, your third probably not, your fourth and fifth are not going to be done. It's for a later round. So the fifth song I'd put in was Crazy Patsy Klein. The first song was a, one of my own songs. I can't even remember which song it was, but it was, it was an original <laughs> song. Can't remember the in-between songs. Um, so they come to the point, they're like, oh, you're, you're on. So I was on in front of like, Simon Cowell and oh, Robbie wow. Williams, all that came on the on the stage playing my own song. Oh, it's in Wembley Arena. <laughs> playing my own song, audience is going mad for it. I'm thinking, fucking hell, this is it. This is what it's like to play your own music. It's People happening. enjoy it. Simon Cowell put his hand up. Oh, <laughs> can I stop you there? Stop, stop, no. stop. Oh, I've never been so embarrassed. I was like, yeah. He says, I really like the song, but. Um, it says here you do country music, and I'd love to hear you sing a country song. So can you do the Patsy Klein one? Well, yeah, I practiced it because they'd only told me when I got list. there. When I when I pulled in that morning, it's fifth on my list. I said, "Don't worry, you won't play it." So I'm thinking, God, I think I can remember it. I think I can remember it. I start crazy on your guitar. Yeah, play it wrong, God. <laughs> <laughs> I played the wrong God. Carry on anyway. He stops me again. Audience start booing. Oh. I think, are they booing me? There is no, they were booing him. So I'm like looking around red faced thinking, this is humiliating. Yeah. And he said, I've got a song I want to hear you sing. So I want you to go away and you're going to come back. So I was like, oh, all right then. So everyone's like cheering. I walked off and they says to me, oh, he's done this again uh, yesterday with somebody else. So we need to sit around here. So I'm sat, I've got my family with me. And um, Luke's at home and they said to me, Oh, um, we, he's got a song, but we haven't got it yet, but we can't get it until this round of auditions finishes. So you'll either audition now. In the next batch, we'll just have to knock someone up. Someone else will lose in slot, like their dad, but next We'll knock someone out. You can have that slot in this afternoon. Or you'll have to come back tomorrow. I was singing at someone's wedding. 
I say, I can't come back tomorrow. I said, I'm singing at the wedding. And again, I went, I think you just need to have a think about what's more important, like, you know, potentially the career or the wedding. And I said, what's more important is someone has paid me a deposit and planned their day to include music that I'm going to sing for them. Exactly. I cannot let them down. I'd learned from GCC, do you know I, what I mean? I'd learned. What's been to our show? And I also, I, I didn't get it. I just knew they had all my notes about the fact it were going to be, can we sing hallelujah? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I just thought I ain't prepared to be this show pony singing hallelujah. Good Text Luke you. and Luke said, get off. If you feel like that's what they're going to do, he says, I feel like that's what they're going to do to you. So I went to see him. I just said, unfortunately, I ain't got time to be waiting around. One taking someone's place or missing a wedding. I said, so I'm out and I got train home. Good for you. Mm. So that's like me, close close to the bone, twice. Those are my reality TV stories. Whether this shit stays in this podcast episode, I don't <laughs> it know. It needs to, it's real talk. <laughs> and you know what, this episode, it's like, we wanted to touch on some of the more gruelling sides of this yeah. job. Because it's not always easy, is it? And it's like, we'll always... <laughs> she says, down in a glass of wine. We'll always have a laugh and stuff and be forward-facing and show yeah. that we're living our best life and loving music. And for 90% of the time, we are. Yeah. But there's a whole world of, of crap that goes with it. Disappointment, hardship. rejection, doubting yeah. ourselves, um, financial pressures, literally going yeah. into debt to make it happen. Yeah. Um, and dreaming that one day someone will help us you know, yeah, whether it be a bit of label or a publisher or an industry professional yeah. can come along and help us take up some of the load up to the yeah. next level. Um, you know, ga- sort of gambling on things and then lo- feeling like you lose all the time. And like I said, if you do ever see us at a gig and we seem a little bit vacant or like we've got <laughs> something on our mind, we have. We're just trying to not have runs. <laughs> We're trying not <laughs> <Just> to... <laughs> <laughs> We're just trying to not throw up. We're trying to not throw up <laughs> or defecate. <laughs> trying to remember the fucking words to our own songs and not let you guys down <laughs> so if you see us at a festival for god's sake buy us a drink <laughs> see you next time thank you for listening thank you thank you and uh, yeah keep sharing on socials and letting us know what you want to hear in a future episode yeah we love your comments don't forget to hit the subscribe button and follow us on social media I am Kezia Gill and I'm Jade Halliwell see bye bye